Where you going? No, man, you got the right classroom. Come on in, take a seat beside me, my friend. Hey, look, here come T.A. Charlie. Let's see what he got to say. Everybody run, there's a lobster loose! <sighs> Morning. You're watching The Road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic. I just lost half the class. <laughs> Homeroom is on Rumble. You just go to Rumble and you search the channels for The Road to Concord. It's one word. When you find it, you go ahead and you click follow. Might mean you got to set up an account, but it's fast, it's easy, it's free. I did it. You can do it. For those technologically challenged members of the class, you can also catch us on Facebook, Twitch, Twit X, whatever, Twitter-X. and sometimes on YouTube, but that won't be today. Cause no, 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 no donuts today. Yeah, no, no donuts today. <laughs> then you can catch the podcast after the show. It's uploaded to Podbean, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Occasionally to bit shoot. Just look for The Road to Concord. You can go to the blog page. That's roadtoconcord.com. That's where you find all your show notes, study notes, and handouts for the class. Finally, you can email a professor at joe at the road to concord.com. Now he's, well, he's all, he was almost caught up, but then he got some more emails. So yeah. Somebody sent me a video. To do, just... He'll eventually email you back. Phones are on today, but only for registered numbers. If you wish to call in and or a regular classmate, uh, you may request phone access to an email and I'll think about it. If you find a class is helpful, please click the thumbs up, like, subscribe, and share it with those you think could benefit from it. Uh, warn them. <laughs> this is going to be two days in a row. It, hey, if you've made it through these two days, you know what I'm talking about. Charlie, I have to quote. I have to quote the great poet. Let's go crazy. Let's go nuts. Step on a purple banana peel. They put you in the truck. <laughs> this is going to be a show today, guys. Uh, this show is listener sponsored, meaning we do not solicit business advertising. So we are not limited in the content we provide for y'all. With that said, we do ask for your participation on a value-for-value value basis. If you find our show of value to you, then you provide an equivalent portion of your labor and treasure through the donut link on the Road to Concord blog page, show description on Rumble, and in the comments on the other uh, other, stre- other yeah, streams, other places. Easy yes. for him to say. Um, and thank you to all of those who do support Oh, yeah, yeah. The show you, you guys came through this like, month when man, you needed it big yeah. time. The road hey, dog wants to know is he's in the Charlie right class. <laughs> now, uh, yeah, in a few a minutes, chance. you'll know you're in the right you class. Shut up, Charlie. We not might again. be the smartest, but we each independently oh, form opinions based on reason and logic. Hey. We're free thinkers. Let's see what the road to Concord with Professor Joe Bakanovic has I, on the lesson I, I, plan. I was dreaming yeah. when I wrote this lesson plan, so forgive me if it goes astray. Oh, my still quoting the poet but, but before we before we get into this class um <clears throat> we got a guest lecturer tomorrow yes classmates um you're, you're gonna be guinea pigs tomorrow so i'm gonna be uh doing probably the first hour tomorrow um so you're gonna have then to put I get up the with back me. clean up and th- yeah and then uh like but, but basically you're, you're gonna be guinea pigs because this is a presentation i'll be presenting to our congregation here uh this Shabbat, I believe, as well. So I want all your questions, comments, and and feedback, and and ooh, you know, ooh, it'll ooh, be great. Ooh, ooh, teach. I know how to explain it to them. Yeah, this is gonna be the Masonic community's equivalent of left versus right wars in politics. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but yes, it is. It is. <laughs> this, this, so yes. we will get ready to rumble in the jungle. Yes, yes. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I'm gone now. All right. slow at getting gone yeah i'm in a mood today and let me explain for those of you who are still learning to deal with me <laughs> yeah i'm an acquired taste um when i'm going over something that really there's there's only two ways to deal with the subject you either go crazy or you start fighting in which case you end up on the news for 30 seconds and then you're gone forever because they put you in the ground uh, I'd rather just go crazy right now because BB, my wife, has told me that I'm not allowed to become a, a, a headline yet. So, just the only way to deal with it. Did you see the title of today's show? The United States is officially a lawless society. Ha! Growing lawlessness. Okay, so today's going to sound a lot like a continuation of yesterday's show. I, I got a slide presentation for you first. We'll go through that. And then we're going to go to some stories that I threw up on your homework. And, and if, if, if you haven't already looked, <laughs> today's homework on the road to concord.com, the blog page, don't use Google if you're looking for it. You'll never find it. They won't show it to you. But if you go to DuckDuckGo, it's top of the page, top of the search returns anyway, you're going to see what looks like a, a Manic Monday. And we'll get to some of it. We're not going to read too many of the stories, but we'll get to it. Slideshow first, then we'll look at some articles and discuss how it relates to our slideshow. So, growing lawlessness in the world. Let me see if I can get this button to work here. There we go. I got to show you a, a definition of lawlessness. All definitions for today's show come directly from the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Why am I using that dictionary? Because our founding fathers liked it more than they liked the one we're using today. Lawlessness is, is not subject to the law, unrestrained by law as a lawless tyrant or lawless men. It can mean contrary to law, illegal, unauthorized, as in a lawless claim, or not subject to the ordinary laws of nature, uncontrolled. So that's what we're going to think of as lawlessness. Okay? Maybe sort of, kind of. Whatever. We're going to start out today by playing the official race card. Da -da -da -da! Nikki Haley says she was bullied for being brown. <sighs> Cry me some crocodile tears, but the last time I looked, that woman could pass as white. Matter of fact, she could pass as whitey white white, as in moonburn white. Y'all see the chalkboard? Yeah, I know. She's of Indian descent. Wah. Y'all know anything about the, the the Indian ethnicity and people there? Then you're going to know that some of them are, oh, shh, don't anybody say this, Sethites. Sethites? Charlie, what's a Sethite? Well, sounds like somebody with a lisp, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> I, 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 think, humor. I think they <laughs> bad, bad humor. Bad joke. But I think they have something to do with uh, some group of people. Where uh, where where would those people come from? Uh, they would come from somewhere around the Mediterranean Sea, somewhere around in there. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean specifically, like like the House of Israel or yeah! something? Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Yeah. If you go into this, you're going to find out that a lot of the dialect in in northern India, the nation of India, is related to Hebrew. 
because there were some of the Hebrew tribes that went that way. Well, Hebrews are brown people, Joe. Mm, you better do some re-looking into that. Hebrews are all different colors. You might want to read your Bible a little closer. Anyhow, so apparently when she gets in trouble, she goes full progressive and plays the race card. So now we're supposed to have pity on her. I don't think that's going to work, but you know, whatever. Oh, wow. That's kind of fuzzy and blurry. Well, that's because I had to, you know, enlarge it from a itty bitty little picture that I found online. But, you know, she's just another rhino. Newsflash there, Republicans. Your party is rhino. So if your whole party, especially its head and administration and organizational structure at the corporate level is rhino, then the party's not rhino. You're just conservado. You're a Republican in name only. You don't belong in that party. So why are you there? Huh? 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 Just asking questions that should not be asked, right? Oh, well, you know, whatever. Let's just keep going. We need to talk about elitism today. And we're going to really dive into this when we get to the stories, because this is actually a problem. Big problem. You remember, Professor Joe has told you before that there is a group of people in this world that think they are just smarter than you, and they understand things that you don't and can't, in which case they have a moral obligation to save you from yourself, you dumb little rubes. Well, we're going to see that Professor Joe was not wrong, and they have told a pollster that this is exactly what they think. They didn't use that language, but form and function define, and you'll see. When we get to the first story of the day, we're going to get back to elitism. But before we do that, what is the definition of elitism? I I kind of borrowed this from a slideshow. What is elitism? It is the belief that a small and certain group of people are, in fact, better equipped to rule the world than are others, and that the rest of the people are best governed by the elite. A group of about 300 families control most of the world's wealth. Some are apparently convinced that is their right and duty to rule the world. What are we going to do today, Pinky? Yes, Pinky in the brain. Now, um, this is an example of many paths to one truth. These people, whoever did this slideshow and I, we've never collaborated. And how is it we both ended up at the same definition for elitism? Maybe because that's what elitism means. So there's an objective truth in this world. Not that the elites would agree to this, but we will be getting back to this. Oh, look. Freedom of information request denied. Access denied. It's confidential. What is the government hiding? Joe, you've gone from the race card to elitism to government hiding. What's all this got to do with everything? It's easy. This is all lawlessness. Huh? What does Nikki Haley have to do with being black? Because that's what she's implying. I'm black, so you have to have sympathy on me because I was persecuted as a child. If that woman had never told anybody that she was of ethnic Indian descent, I doubt anybody in this country would have ever known. And and why do we got to focus on race? What the heck? That's lawlessness, people. That's lawlessness. That's cause controversy and, and stir up hatred and bad feelings and get people to just go out. That's lawlessness. If you're creating chaos, that's lawlessness. The RAI says that the real question is, what is the government not hiding? Well, that's a good question, Natasha. So 
that's that's that. And what does elitism have to do with anything? Well, when the elites have one rule and you have another, that's lawlessness. If the government, which is supposed to be a government of a free and self-governing people, if they're going to hide everything in the world, that's lawlessness. Everything today can be connected by that one little word, lawlessness. Now, to quote my great, great second uncle, there are lies, damned lies, and statistics. Buckle up, water jug. We about to go into your world here, brother. So I am quoting from a little website that you can find online. It is in your homework. If you're looking for it, you're going to go down and you're going to find the, where the heck did I stick that? Oh, I didn't refresh the screen there today before. Uh, Shadow government statistics. Yeah, that's where you want to go. Shadow government statistics. What you're looking at here right now, folks, this is the consumer inflation level. The red is the one that they're reporting in the news. So it's not all that bad. It's only about eh, 9%. The blue here is if you based it on the 1990s way of calculating inflation. Oh, but wait, there's more. The red down here is how they're reporting it now. The blue is the way they were doing it back when Jimmy Carter was in office, in which case we have an inflation level of somewhere hovering around the neighborhood of 17.5% annually. Y'all do realize that that's not sustainable, right? So why is the government telling us it's only 8%? Because they lie. Figures lie and liars figure. Yes. So how do they get to this 8.5%? Well, they just change the formula. The definition's the same. We just, well, no, the definition isn't the same. The report's the same. The definition's different. Folks, that blue line right there is theft. Inflation is theft. What? It's theft. Your money, you you should still have a $20 gold coin in your hand, and your $20 should still be able to buy what it did when the founding fathers founded this nation. A, an Armonti suit or thereabouts, a really good good suit. Whatever an ounce of gold is worth today, whatever it'll buy you, that's what you should be able to buy with your $20 bill right now. So when inflation makes it so that your $20 bill is only worth a dime of silver these days, that was theft. They took the value out of your labor through the way they used the money. That's why they took us off the gold standard. And that is lawlessness. Because the money you use today is worthless. It has no value other than that which the world decides to agree upon. It's worthless. Theft. It's lawlessness. What else do we have here? Oh, look, the unemployment rate. Officially, it's only at about 15%. Well, this is 2021. You know, it's down to under 5% in 2023. But now if you use... The broadest way of looking at this, it's even in 2023, it's eh, up about 7%. If you use the way it used to be calculated before Obama took over, uh, unemployment's up around 35% right now. I believe that. Why do I believe that? Because nobody has a job. What do you mean? We got full employment. That's why nobody can find anybody to work. No, everybody's at home drawn from the government's welfare programs, or they've just decided to live off of mommy and daddy. If you've got a 35% unemployment rate in this country and go to shadow stats, they'll explain to you. I like that blue number because that's the way it used to be calculated before progressives got a hold of the government, before the deep state took over. 
if you've got a 35% unemployment number, then somebody's going to have to explain something else to me. That. 35% unemployment, but yet somehow or another, I'm supposed to believe that the GDP, growth in the GDP is over 5% in 2023. How does that happen? Nobody's working and yet we're making more products. Well, actually, the blue number is closer to where it should be and we're seeing a recession. But we can't tell you we're in a recession because that make Biden look bad. And the elites, as we will see in a little bit, say that Biden is doing a great job. And Biden is doing a great job for the elites. One rule for me, another for thee. I see that we've got William Ju- uh, Waterjug going pretty good over there now. He's, he's, he's on board. So I'm going to go with George Carlin here. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule. I don't believe anything the government tells me. The government lies, which is, you know, lies, damn lies, and statistics. So now we're going to get into Jimmy Zinker's world, and this is going to connect us to yesterday's Supreme Court ruling, which dissolved the federal government once and for all. What? No, it didn't. It just said that Biden can do what he wants on the border of Texas. No, no, it dissolved the government officially. It said the government no longer has to do its job according to the Constitution, which means it's not the government. It's no longer legitimate. We no longer have to deal with our friends behind occupied enemy territory in Georgia. We all live in occupied enemy territory now in the United States of America. What the heck are you babbling about, Joe? I call your attention to Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution. We're going to go blow by blow. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government. The founding fathers would have defined this as Republican, a commonwealth, a state in which the exercise of the sovereign power is lodged in representatives elected by the people. In modern usage, it differs from a democracy or democratic state in which the people exercise the power of the sovereignty in person. Yet the democracies of Greece are often called republics, blah, 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 blah. What are we talking about here? The state of Texas, sovereign power, voted to do these things. Excuse me, you said that wrong. It is the Republic of Texas. Well, it's still a state according to the Constitution. If you talk to a Texan and you call them the state, they're going to get mad. They no longer get to claim that. They've turned too purple. They have an opportunity to prove they're still Texans. Yeah, that's true. But they're a minority now, so it's going to be interesting to see whether or not they can pull this off. That's true. But the sovereign Republican state, Republic state of Texas, through its legislature and its selector and its governor, decided to protect its own southern borders because the federal government was not doing so. The Supreme Court now says that the state has no right to do that. By definition, the Supreme Court violated a section, uh, Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution in its ruling. It trampled on the sovereignty of the state of Texas, which the federal government is mandated to protect. Didn't do it. So we will go to the next clause. And shall protect each of them against invasion, each state against invasion. And they just ruled that it is okay for the federal government to throw open the borders and allow an invasion. The federal, the, the, the United States Supreme Court has declared the federal government null and void. 
Well, Joe, that's just, it doesn't matter. You break one part of the compact, you break it all. It is time for the states to dissolve the federal government. But it's not an invasion. Oh, really? Webster's Dictionary, 1828. Invade. First part of the definition, to enter a country as an armed with hostile, as armed with hostile intentions, or to enter as an enemy with a view to conquest or plunder, or plunder. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. They are also, definition number two, three, to attack, to infringe, to encroach on, to violate, to violate the rights of. Welcome to the Biden border crisis. This is reportedly a picture of one of the caravans coming through the Central American uh, countries, coming to the United States. This is an official news organization says U.S. officials warn southern border on verge of collapse. That doesn't look like there's a military invasion on the southern border to me. I mean, it's only military people in their combat uniforms putting up Constantino wire to keep the invasor, invaders out of the state of Texas. And that is where the military, or in this case, the paramilitary group known as the police, are using tear gas to repel an invasion against our borders. I looked into it. This is a picture of a bunch of illegals storming the U.S. border, trying to get across, and they had to be repelled with tear gas and force, batons. That, folks, is the use of force. Force does not mandate guns. But then here's more lawlessness. What if I told you there is no border crisis because the USA has no borders? Well, Joe, that's just stupid. If you don't protect them, you don't have them. You see what they did? How progressive of them. Just change the meaning of the word. And now they're perfectly lawful. I just changed the definition. It's not a border crisis. What border? There are no borders. I've done away with them. How very George Soros of us. That's lawlessness, folks. That is lawlessness at a level that I have absolutely no idea how to combat in human terms. Well, I do but none of y'all would support my idea, my solution. Back to Article 4, Section 4. It shall protect each of them against domestic violence. The federal government has a duty to protect the states against domestic violence. Hmm, Antifa, right? Antifa, BLM, Black Lives Matter. This was violence. This is domestic violence, folks. You see the pictures? Look, man, look how militaristic this is. How, at the very least, Antifa here looks like the police getting ready for a riot, right? Got helmets, they got sticks, they've got shields, they're in, you know, whatever. They've made shields out of, they're ready, that's militaristic. They're formed up in ranks, they're all wearing the same garb. Folks, the, the, the Geneva Convention recognizes that right there as a military. Yes, it does. And they're burning down government buildings and businesses. And the federal government was, and state governments are designed to protect your personal property. That's what they were set up for. We've already covered that on this class. So when the government allows this, this right here is lawlessness. From Clay Toller on the board, it says, that's just the summer of love, peaceful protest. Eh, don't get ahead of the class rest lesson there. Black Lives Matter. Look, that guy there, he's in a he he's riot gear, black, you know, gas masks. That very paramilitary. 
But yeah, like Clay Soul said, yeah, that's a building on fire in the background, but it's mostly a peaceful riot. I know he said peaceful protest, but it's a peaceful riot. That's an oxymoron, peaceful riot. You wanted a peaceful protest before they instigated it? It was January 6th until they instigated the so-called riot. That was staged. We know that now. Anyhow, this is lawlessness, folks. It's lawlessness on the part of that reporter. It's lawlessness on the part of everybody who accepts this garbage. If you believe this, but then again, you know, the media, they're not important here. If you're not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. In other words, you're going to love Antifa and BLM, and you're going to hate those people who are on the side of law and order. Well, too late. The United States is already there. Now, exposing the spirit of lawlessness. I want to show you something. Political correctness. That's where you either do what the quote-unquote proverbial they say or you get punished. Tolerance and acceptance. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Look, all different colors joining hands together. Looks good. That's not what it means. This is lawlessness right there. That's lawlessness. Political correctness is lawlessness. This one here, tolerance and acceptance, that's lawlessness. That right there is lawlessness. You know, tolerance on the rainbow flag, that's lawlessness. Woke. Wokeism, that's lawlessness. The cancel culture, that is lawlessness. White privilege, that is lawlessness. In diversity, equity, and inclusion. Oh, it's so great, Joe. No, that is lawlessness. What do they all have in common? All those things I just named, what do they have in common? Zero tolerance. What? No, they're all about tolerance, Joe, and inclusion. No, they're not. You either agree with them or let the pogroms begin. A pogrom? What the heck is a pogrom? A pogrom, an organized, often officially encouraged massacre, massacre or persecution of a minority group, especially one conducted against Jews. In Russia, it's an organized massacre, particularly a massacre of Jews, that is countenanced more or less openly by the officials. It's a riot aimed at persecution or massacre of a particular ethnic or religious group, usually Jews. So why are all these intolerant groups a pogrom, Joe? Well, first of all, the media and the left, the openly left-wing section of the United States government defended, encouraged, and funded BLM's attack on America. Well, this is supposed to be ethnic, Joe. Ah, here's the change. Instead of skin color, think ideology. And instead of left-right, think lawful, lawless. Ah, you start to see yet? The government was defending and supporting lawless attacks against lawful citizens. That is a pogrom by another name. And it continues. And all of those things that we just named, you know, uh, political correctness, tolerance, uh, wokeism, cancel culture, all of that, DEI, that's all a pogrom. Because you don't agree with their beautiful, moral, inclusive, gentle, loving, we're all going to get along kumbaya agenda, which isn't, it's a lie, because you don't agree with it, it justifies their stamping you out. 
silencing you, shutting you up. If you don't agree with their narrative in the media, well, then that's misinformation and therefore I get to silence you. It's important for me to protect everybody else. How many of you in the class are starting to see the fireflies come together? Got a call before the show started from one of your classmates. Fireflies just exploded in his head because he saw something yesterday. Two things. And it finally connected and clicked. He always had all the pieces there. He's had them for a long time. But suddenly the picture just fell together. Hmm. No, it's the Fourth Reich, Mr. Toller. Clay Toller says it's the new Third Reich. No, it's the Fourth Reich. But remember, Robert Reich doesn't know how to pronounce that word. All right, let's go to the stories that I have lined up for you. This is from Just the News. Let me see if I can do this today, if it'll still be readable. This is Just the News. Um... Let's see who's the story by Nicholas uh, Balasse or whatever. I think so. And it's January 19th, 2024. It says them versus us divide amongst elites in the rest of the country widened ahead of the 2024 election. According to Rasmussen, a report on the findings uh, posits that an uh, elite group of Americans with extraordinary political and societal power have views and attitudes that are widely out of touch with the American people. In other words, we need to be allowed to eat cake. Uh, This first part of the story, they show you how they went about doing the study, and I like it. It works. Um, Here's what we find. Let's just get right to the nitty-gritty of this. Among the 1,000 elites surveyed, 73% of the elites were Democrats and 14% were Republicans. And that's because most of your wealthy elites in this country are left-leaning. And of those Republicans, we'd probably define them as country club blue bloods, which means left-wing, I mean, right-wing progressives, rhinos. But we don't know. That we don't know. But so, okay, 73% are Democrat. I thought Republicans were the ones that were always stealing everybody's money in the corporate world. I bet you most of these people are somehow connected to the government. Anyway, that's not in the study, so don't look at that, Joe. So the study also examined adults who attended either Ivy League colleges or elite private schools, including Northwestern, Duke, Stanford, and University of Chicago. Does anybody see shades of Woodrow freaking Wilson here? Elite universities to train the ruling elite of our society? I hope so, because that's what's going to come right into play here in a few minutes. Also, roughly half of those classified as elites attended one of these schools, according to the Committee to Unleash Prosperity's report on the findings released on Friday titled Thus First Them. The comparison result for registered voters came from independent surveys of 1,000 registered voters, each conducted between May and September of 2023. So here's what we find. Only 20% of all Americans say that they believe their finances are getting better now. But among the elite, that number is more than triple. 74% of the elite think they're getting better. Well, that's because what's happening right now, this lawlessness is meant to make the rich richer. Isaiah is ringing in my ears right now, along with some of the other prophets. Not that that would bother anybody. The survey found a similar divide when it came to individual freedom. When Americans are asked if there is too much or too little freedom, elites are three times more likely to say that there is too much individual freedom in America than all other Americans. Almost six out of 10 of the graduates from the elite colleges think that there is too much freedom. Too much freedom? How can you have too much freedom? Oh, that's because the rabble might actually overthrow the elites and they might lose the world that they've built for themselves. 
The poll result found, found that climate change is an obsession of the very rich and highly educated. If Jimmy Zinker were on the phone with us, he would probably be able to tell you that usually the leadership of all communist revolutions are the children, usually the white children, of well-to-do capitalists who've never had to work for a thing in their lives. They're rich, they're wealthy usually, and they're not affected by their own policies. Starting to sound familiar with our survey here. It says, given that 77% of the elites, including nearly 90% of the elites who graduated from top Woodrow stinking Wilson universities, favor rationing of energy, gas, and meat to combat climate change. However, 63% of registered voters oppose this policy. Charlie, what happened to the democracy? Democracy! Well, um, well, you know, it's a democracy, but it it's only a democracy of those people that can afford to be in the democracy. Right, which is why they don't care about rationing because they got the money that they've taken from the little man to pay for all the stuff that they're rationing. Right. Yeah, okay, got it. In addition, 78, uh, 70% of the elite said that they would pay $500 or more to help combat global warming, and 72% of most Americans said they wouldn't pay more than 100 um, the, uh, elite like all of this stuff, but based on our survey, more than two thirds of the Ivy elite school college graduates would ban each of these things, but less than one in four of the average voters is in support of these bans. 70% of the elite surveyed say they trust government to do the right thing. Most of the time, 70% of the people trust the government. That's because they are the government and more than twice the nation. That's twice the national average. The report on this finding concludes that the elite, a group of Americans with extraordinary political and societal power, have views and attitudes that are widely out of touch with the American people. Rasmussen said the administrative state, whoa, 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 what? Woodrow freaking Wilson's deep state, as well as the regulatory state, have grown over the last few decades and the elite no longer think they have to have permission from the voters to enact new rules and regulations what in other words congratulations boys and girls woodrow wilson finally has his elected dictatorship and the elite are our new aristocracy you are a feudal serf the federal government is king and all these elite are the lords and barons that get to rule over us and as soon as they nail you down no sound. This connection frozen. We're over the target. As soon as they nail you down in your 15-minute cities, you will literally be a serf. You won't have any way to get around. A serf is somebody who is nailed to the property, to the land, and connected to the land. This is lawlessness. This is lawlessness. This is a, this is, there's no societal divide there. I mean, there is, but there, there's no societal cohesion, no unification. This is literally one rule for them and one for you and I. And this is why sometimes you see the elite will go after one of their own because that person got out of line with what everybody else wants them to do and they wouldn't get back in line. So they go and punish them. And normally what happens is those people, it's a light spanking and they're let out of jail and they never, you know, Ray Epps. Everybody else is in jail for years with no habeas corpus and no rights and kept in a basically a gulag. And what happens to Ray Epps? Oh, bad Ray. Give me $500, go along your way. That's the biggest indication that he was part of the plan. He's one of them. He's one of them. 
And, and Joe, that doesn't prove anything. Yes, it does. Once you know the pattern, it does. Here, case in point. If you don't think that there's a, a rule for them and a rule for us, let me share another one with you. Here's from the Gateway Pundit. Secret Service opens investigation against Dukes of Hazard star John Schneider for calling Joe Biden guilty of treason and should be publicly hung. What's wrong with that? That's actually factually true. I could easily convict him in an honest court of law of treason, according to the United States Constitution. If you conduct war against the United States, you're guilty of treason. War is defined as anybody who's taking active actions to destroy the country. I could go look this up in 1828 dictionary for you. Well, defending the open borders and allowing these people into this country is an act of war. So is giving money to Iran, who has stated purposes to destroy this country. There's many different ways I could accuse him of, of treason. And the penalty for treason is hanging. So what did Schneider didn't say kill him. He said convict him of treason, then execute the penalty. This is actually lawful. He's telling him he's guilty of treason, but you know, he wants to try. I have no doubt that he'd let him have a trial because this man believes that you'd be able to get a conviction in a fair court, fair hearing. Yes, Natasha. But Joe, we don't hang people anymore. That's so unethical. Why don't we execute people anymore? That's more lawlessness. We want to keep the lawlessness, the evil amongst us. The Bible tells you. That's, that's not love, Joe. That is love. That's love for those who are obeying the law. By preserving evil, lawlessness, and forcing the lawful to pay for the evil's existence, that's lawlessness. Uh-huh. But it's not very tolerant, Joe. Remember what I told you about toleration? It's intolerant. So, this man gets investigated. But this guy, also from the Gateway Pundit... Alex Soros tweets out bullet hole and 47, a direct violent, a violent threat to Donald Trump. And it is when you read through it, this is a threat to Donald Trump's life. And then here, an excerpt from the Atlantic, a left-wing article, part of this story. Nothing's happened to Alex Soros. Why? George Soros' son. He's part of the they. He's being scrutinized, but he there's no legal ramifications for him. So from the Atlantic, it says, according to Gallup, 77% of Americans believe there is more crime in the U.S. than there was a year ago. I wonder why. Mostly because there is. Economic sentiment has begun to uh, tick up, but it is still near the lowest levels on record. This may help explain Donald Trump's strength in electoral polls. A recent Wall Street Journal survey found that U.S. voters overwhelmingly believe that Trump will do a better job than Joe Biden when it comes to the economy. 52% versus 35%. That's because he proved he will. Better job with inflation, 51 to 30%. That's because he proved he could. And with crime, 47 to 30%. Uh, I think the 47% sense crazy there. He should have cracked down on BLM and Antifa, but he wouldn't. Voters seem to be yearning for a return to normalcy of pre-pandemic times, and Trump is promising to give them that. Now pay attention to this next line. The absurdity of Trump as the normalcy candidate is almost too much to bear, especially because the normalcy that voters are desperately craving is, in many ways, already here, and Biden helped deliver it. Yeah, you heard that. You guys, you're living in pre-COVID normalcy, and Biden gave it to you. Do you know what? That's not a lie. That story's not a lie. It's absolutely true. If you're an elite, 
Ah, perspective, 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 right? It came from the Atlantic, right? That's an elitist magazine. It's a left-wing elitist magazine. So from their perspective, they're correct. From your perspective, they don't care. What do they care? You know one of the biggest problems we have with lawlessness in this country? Lack of reason. If you feel your way through life, that's lawlessness. If you reason, right reason your way through life, that's lawful. Logic is part of the natural law. What was our definition of lawlessness according to Webster's 1828 Dictionary? One of the definitions of lawlessness was going against natural law. So anything that reasons wrongly is a violation of natural law and therefore lawlessness. We don't use reason anymore. We don't even teach it. So how does this come into play here? Let me give you an example. Trump's going to solve all our problems. Look at the crowds he's got. Have you paid attention to some of the things Mr. Trump's been saying? He's talking just like Adolf Hitler in 1920s and 30s Germany, the early rise of Hitler. Oh, baby, he's talking. Case in point, there's a story just today that I read on MSN News or whatever. Trump was asked, Are you, would you defend Taiwan? He refused to answer. What he did say was, I got a problem with Taiwan. They took 90% of our chip manufacturing plants. They used to be made here. Now they're made in Taiwan. And I, I'm, I've got a problem with Taiwan for doing that. That's lawlessness. That's nationalism right there, folks. That's America over the rest of the world. He should be upset with the corporations that moved there, not Taiwan. It was the corporations that made that move. He should be upset with the, the left-wing progressive policies that forced those corporations to want to move out of the United States. But no, he's going to focus on Taiwan. That's lawlessness. You're placing blame where it doesn't belong. He's he's saying that he should be exonerated and, and, and all the trials against him for January 6th should be shut down. Well, I agree, but not on the grounds that he's arguing. He's arguing that he has sovereign immunity at the time. Well, technically he does, but he should be arguing, I didn't, I didn't do what I'm accused of. But no, instead he says, I should be immune from prosecution when I'm president. Do you know how easy that becomes a problem when you get to be president? The left is worried that if you elect Donald Trump, he's going to go after them. Retribution. They've got good reason to worry that's within the man's character. He He's promised to go get them, to give it back, to punish them. And I have no doubt he'll try. That's lawlessness. Now, how many of you supporting him have looked in the mirror and said, I'm supporting a openly lawless candidate? Well, Joe, it's better the evil I know than the evil I don't or the lesser of two evils. Oh, congratulations. You're supporting evil both ways, and you just admitted it. That's lawlessness. Well, what else are we going to do if we don't vote for Trump? Biden's going to get in office. Biden isn't in office now. So failing to admit that is lawlessness. You have a government that the Supreme Court just said is no longer in charge, and you have a president that you and I both know can't find his butt with both hands if he sits on them. He's mentally incompetent, which technically means everything he signs is invalid. Who's running the country? Don't tell me that you are now still governed by the Constitution of America. That falls under Mr. Holt's comment here. Mr. Holt says, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. If you tell me we're under the Constitution anymore, 
that's lawlessness because it doesn't fit what I see in objective world. The objective reality doesn't fit what you're telling me. It's the world in which I live. Reality. Clay Tolerance says, we all know the problem. We all know the government is corrupt. So what can the patriots of the country do? Nothing anymore. Remember, folks, you were warned when you still had time to do something about it. And we were warned and we were warned and we were warned and we did nothing. Well, now you get to be welcome to Hotel Joe. Charlie told me this before the show started. Well, welcome to the party, pal. And there's people starting to wake up and see what I've been seeing for years. So Charlie says, it's like the Eagles in the song Hotel California. You can check in anytime you like, but you can never leave. I've told you, when a society gets to the point where we're at right now, if you don't have a moral leadership, it's over. There is no case in history that I know of where a society saved itself from the point where we're at right now. I don't know of one. Might change. I've, I, I, I can't find it. What always happens in history is the people are erased and started all over with a, a, with a good seed, a remnant. The problem in this case is we've got to erase the whole world. There's no country left. We were told, you let this happen to the United States, there's nowhere left to go. Ronald Reagan told us we didn't listen. It's too late. Glenn Beck warned his audience, there's going to come a point where there'll be no more off-ramps. It's too late. That's why I tell you, get ready to take care of yourself, your family, and your friends and loved ones. You can no longer, this is that mindset I told you about. If you're, if you're in the military, this gets drummed into you. Save the ones that are alive. There's going to come a point where certain ones can't be saved. You got to let them go. The civilian world, like, no man left behind. You know, Marine Corps never leaves a man behind. I won't leave the body behind, but I won't sacrifice the unit or the mission for the sake of one or two people I can't save. Won't do it. And then again, certain times, I'll waste an entire unit trying to save a man. I know, there, there, there's, there's circumstances for everything. There's reasons for that, too. We don't have any of that anymore. Nobody's willing to sacrifice themselves for another Love of many has grown cold. We'll get to that later. That's getting ahead of the lesson plan again. Here's the next story I have for you from the Gateway Pundit. It says, Joe Biden unilaterally cancels another $5 billion in student loan debt for 74,000 borrowers in the latest vote-buying gimmick. This is from January 19th, 2024. Christina Layla. It, it, there was no act of legislation. He's just giving money away. Lawlessness. And remember, the elite don't care anymore because... Under the guise of bureaucracy and, and, you know, regulatory bodies, they can just do what they want. Woodrow freaking Wilson won. He's got the government of Ivy School trained elites that he's always wanted. They are in the government. They're in media. They're in social entertainment. They're in the corporate boardrooms. They are in control of our society. He won. You're, they own everything. It, 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 what are we going to do? I don't know. Why don't you just go start, do a startup to dethrone uh, Google and dethrone Facebook? We've already seen how well that works. Gab, 
what were the other ones? Um, Reddit? No, not Reddit. There was another one. Um, Parlor, Parlay, or whatever. Everybody ever tries it. It, it f- fails. Why? Because we, as a people, won't leave these evil sites and go to a site that's supposed to be a little bit better. Rumble started out that way. Yeah, go look into what happened to Rumble. Glenn Beck starts Blaze Media to be a true, free, independent Blaze. You know, a media source. Go, go look into what happened to them. So, who can fight the beast? Huh? Y'all know where that comes from? Y'all understand what the beast is? Y'all can't see it right in front of your very eyes? And you're going to tell me, well, there's nothing to that Bible, Joe. Really? You do understand that the stories I'm showing you are straight out of the Bible right now. Charlie, do you see it? Yeah, I see it. Is that because you're a fanboy or is that because you actually have learned to look at it this way? Well, I've unfortunately learned to look at it this way. I mean, I, I, I knew some of this stuff long ago, but uh, as it comes together, it's it's just worse. We, we're no longer dead men walking. We're, we're zombies. Yes. We're already dead. And this is a case of once you see it, you can never unsee it. Yeah. It's there. This is not this is not a case of the cult of the road to Concord forcing this stuff into a paradigm. Once you're red-pilled, you're red-pilled. But it's a spiritual thing. Thanks, Charlie. Then we go to this one, also from the Gateway Pundit. Trump team renews motion for mistrial, mistrial in the E. Jane Carroll defamation case after she deletes emails that exonerate Trump. Do y'all realize how a court system is supposed to work? If she has email, whether it's exculpatory or not, even if the email condemns Trump, if you destroy evidence in an active case, the trial should be dismissed with prejudice, should be done, especially since this right here, this is a civil suit. This should be over with. Why is the judge not ending this trial? Lawlessness from the bench. That woman, if she's going to destroy evidence, whether it helps or hurts Trump, it doesn't matter. If you're going to destroy evidence in your own case, you've just seeded your your complaint against the accused. This case should be over. It's not. Lawlessness. Lawlessness from the bench. Gateway Pundit. Swatted. John Paul Mac Isaac and Georgia Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones and law professor Jonathan Turley are at the latest targets of the bogus police calls. Y'all know what this is? This is attempted murder. Yes, in case you don't understand what swatting is, this is when some little snowflake phones the police and says, uh, Joe Bakanovic's beating his wife and he's threatening to kill her. Quick, go to his house. Here's the address. Save her. The idea is to get the police to shoot me when they show up. And this has almost happened, and I think in a couple cases it has worked. And in some cases, they've gone to the wrong house and they've gone into a house that was totally innocent and the man defended himself and they shot him. This right here is attempted murder. And if it succeeds, it's murder. Not second degree, first degree. Because the person who picks up the phone and makes the call is trying to, that's what they're trying to do. We don't pursue these cases very hard. They're just, oh, well, just another conservative that got swatted. Oh, well, who, who cares? Lawlessness. Lawlessness with the police department that doesn't pursue this. Lawlessness with the media that treats this as though it's not that big a deal. Lawlessness with the people making the call lawlessness 
Don't tell me this is not a lawless nation. Everywhere I look, I see the signs that it is lawless. Got one more story for you before we think about the break. Harvard sinks even further. Med school forced to retract multiple papers after data falsification probe. What? Yeah, when you read through the story, there's a case on cancer study, and they falsified the data. Why is that a problem? Well, if you can't trust the data in a medical study from Harvard, what can you trust? Hmm? What medical study do you now trust? If it's been done in the last five years, do you trust it anymore? I don't. Well, if I can't trust my medical professionals, by what logical reason do I trust their advice? Here, get the jab. It'll save you from COVID. Oh, no, it won't. If the government tells you to do something, you go the other way. It's rule of thumb at this point now. You're going to have to learn to be good Soviet citizens during the Cold War. You're going to have to learn how to read the propaganda. It's what we're trying to teach you to do here now. I'm trying to teach you to read progressive ease. Say, Joe, you can't prove it. No, not using logic. I can show patterns using logic, right reasoning. What we're arguing with here, folks, what we're thinking with here is spiritual vision. What? Yes. Spiritual vision. If it is deceptive, if it is a lie, if it is lawless, if it promotes chaos, it's the spirit of the man who was a murderer from the beginning. It's the spirit of Satan, Satan, the devil. Nothing of God, of the creator of this universe, comes from the devil. So I can use spiritual eyesight and discernment to figure these things out real quick. If you have a spiritual compass. Do you have a spiritual compass? If not, you are rudderless. And you, boys and girls, are on a boat in a hurricane, a tempest. If you don't have a rudder there, and preferably at least one sail and a sea anchor, you are going to be lost. I don't even care if you're in a supercarrier. If you don't have propulsion and a rudder, that carrier will sink in a hurricane. Nothing man-made can survive what's going on right now. This is growing lawlessness. Real quick, this story here, Harvard falsifies information. That's condoning um, basically what happened. Um, let me bring up. I got to find the other one real quick. Hold on. Here we go. We'll end with this story and we'll return to this story when we come back after the break. So Harvard is going to put out medical research papers that have falsified information in them. Well, this is a story from Powerline. It goes back to December 24th, 2023. It says the deep meaning behind or the meaning of Claudia Gay. And it's updated. This is all her perjury in her papers. And when you read the article, essentially what they're saying is they are turning our elite Ivy League schools into activist organizations. <laughs> Boys and girls, that is much more dangerous than you might realize. When we come back from the break, I'll explain it. You don't want to miss this one. There's something lurking behind this story that even the author didn't recognize. 
there is something extremely dangerous lurking behind that story. And it's got nothing to do with falsifying papers or, or plagiarism. It's worse. And it's connected to turning these schools into activist communities, community organizers on a national level. You'll, you'll see when you come back from the break. Six minutes. We'll see you then and I'll explain.
Okay, welcome back. Hopefully you're ready because I got something. I'm just going to go right into it. Y'all know me by now. You know, I just get on with it. We're done with the cutting up. We just go for it. Well, I'm going to show you something. <clears throat> this is back with the Powerline article. This is the deep meaning of Claudia Gay. You know, that's the president of, what was that, Harvard or wherever the heck it was. Where Yeah, Harvard University. She plagiarized herself. She has no real public. She does not belong in the position she's in. But because she's a female of color, we're not allowed to criticize any of this. What did I see here that nobody else saw? The article says that they're turning the school into a community active uh, organizer, an activist organization. Yeah, but that's that's not what I saw. Let me show you what I saw. 15 national universities with the biggest endowments. This is tax-free money, right? Topping the list at nearly $50.9 billion at the end of fiscal year 2022. These things grow every year. Harvard has the largest endowment. Now, let's just say you put that into an investment fund, all 50.9% um, of 50.9 billion, an investment fund, just drawing 5% return annually, just 5%. And then now let's say I take that money and I give it as scholarships, $100,000 a year scholarship. Do you know how many students I can fund? 25,450 every year. I, that's more than the student body of the school. So what's this got to do with anything, Joe? If you turn Harvard into a community activist organization, they have something like $2,545,000,000 to spend every year community activism <laughs> uh, that's why they're after the ivy league schools now they all have these big endowments they're filthy stinking rich and nobody taxes them and then you have the student loan system set up such that the government gives you the money you give the money to these schools with their big endowments and they get richer and then the government turns around and forgives you that debt. Reminds me of a church I used to be a member of. Yeah, but this is actually a violation of RICO. This is stealing the taxpayer's money and handing it to your your collaborators in the uh, education system. And who said that they were going to, yeah, who said they were going to do this? Woodrow freaking Wilson. Wilson. We're going to have to go back and do that show again here soon because I'm sure there are a lot of people who are what that are fairly new going, why do you, why do you keep going back to Woodrow Wilson? Because this is what Woodrow Wilson said he was going to do. This is exactly what he said he was going to do. It's what he's done. That's why we keep going back to him. And we read it in his own words. Next story I have for you. FAA's diversity push includes focus on hiring people with severe intellectual and psychiatric disabilities in the aviation industry. Well, they're doing, why not, man? They're doing it in the nuclear regulatory environment and they're doing it in the medical community at a national level. Why not put them in your airplanes, right? What could possibly go wrong? You could just fall out of the air. So that's lawlessness, folks. That's lawlessness. Then you have this Christian flight attendant says the Alaska Airlines fired her for questioning a major DEI push, you know, diversity, equity, and inclusion which is just another name for racism in reverse order. Of course, not even now. It's apartheid. Whites are a minority in the United States, or we're close to being that point. It, we're all making this racial when it isn't racial. 
This isn't racial. This is lawless versus lawful. I don't care what your skin color is. This is Satan versus Yahweh. Lawless versus lawfulness. You don't hire and fire or set policy based on somebody's skin color. That's lawlessness. There's nothing to do with the law there. It's not governed under the law. Here's another one. Executives from pharma company Sanofi caught on a leaked Zoom call discussing discriminatory hiring practices. One in five hires needs to be a black employee. D did they say qualified? No, they don't care. They just need to be black. Why? Lawlessness. This is lawlessness. It's all lawlessness. This is from the Gateway Pundit as well. Watch 2021 video of the Maine Secretary of State discussing election sabotage and the ACLU SPLC role working to bar Trump from ballots in key states. This video comes up, it surfaces. This is a video of a state government official, Secretary of State from, from Maine, talking about how they have to bar Trump from the ballot. They got to keep him from being able to be elected. That right there is election sabotage. That's lawlessness. I, this is the same woman that if you asked her, we got to protect our democracy. Well, then why are you barring somebody from a ballot? Well, the people can't vote for him. Why? Well, I'm an elitist, John. I don't want the rubes ruling me. Ah, now we go. Oh, pulled out old Rock Occam there, man. And Occam gave us the answer real quick, didn't he? Okay, how about this one from the Gateway Pundit? The jig is up, exclusive. Local reporter describes election expert Haldrum breaking into Dominion voting machines and changing vote totals during his Georgia testimony. He did it live. Weren't we told this couldn't happen? Now you know why the federal government wouldn't allow anybody in these court cases access to a Dominion machine. And yet weren't people convicted of slander against Dominion without being able to properly defend themselves? Rudy Giuliani should be exonerated. That was lawlessness. Why should he be exonerated? For this video right here. This proves everything Rudy said had merit. But the government protects this. Lawlessness. Lawlessness. How about this one? Gateway Pundit brings us to again. Shocking exclusive. Nearly two-thirds of all controls needed to ensure accurate and secure elections are missing. Charlie, what happens if I take two-thirds of the controls out of a nuclear power plant? You want to be anywhere around that plant? Uh, no, that wouldn't be a good idea. If this is all about our democracy, our democracy, and two-thirds of the controls to ensure our elections are valid, do you trust the, the outcome of the elections? Nope, haven't for a few years. Okay, and if the government is working to protect these things not being put in place, what's that tell you? Pull out old Occam. What's Occam telling us? Um, we're done. Yeah, it says the government doesn't want a secure election. Is this lawlessness? W wouldn't you consider this lawlessness? Oh, yes, I do. Absolutely. I consider this lawlessness. So who's the father of lawlessness? Is that God? Uh, no. Um, so I guess I'm not supposed to talk about spiritual things, you know, because I can't prove any of this. Although, what's the velocity vector? Tell me here. Well, since this has been going on for many, many decades, even centuries, if you look at it. Um, Several generations in a row. Yeah. And it, has it changed from the direction it's heading? Nope. Velocity Chaos. vector is still there. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Charlie.
Charlie doesn't like it when I put him on the spot on days like today because he's he's kind of like like all y'all are down in the dumps a little bit. Which brings me to something. Had a email yesterday, and I actually answered this one. It says, "Where's the outrage?" One of your classmates is like, where's the outrage? I'm madder than hell and I don't want to take it anymore. And they're like, I'm the only one commenting on Rumble yesterday. And there were more than one, two people watching Rumble yesterday. We could see who's watching. And he's like, why am I the only one outraged? Why am I the only one commenting? There were people in Facebook commenting. Don't get me wrong. But I noticed again today, there are not a whole lot of you watching and listening on Rumble commenting. And all this gentleman was asking is why? Why can't at least somebody chime in and say that they're angry with this? Why can't you? No, not in my name. He says, why doesn't anybody ever speak up? Well, you remember, all that's necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to remain quiet. Well, I've got a very simple question for you. If you remain quiet in the face of good, I mean evil rather, are you good? If you remain quiet in the face of evil, are you good? Sorry, I misspoke because my brain's getting ahead of my mouth. I would argue that no, if you know it's evil and you oppose it and you don't lend your voice in opposition, then you've joined it. But that's just me. What the heck do I know? Back to the next story here. We've seen this one before, Gateway Pundit. Pundit, is replacement theory real? Texas follows California and now has larger Hispanic population than white population. They don't have to worry about the border in California. Them white boys in control of California want all the colored people they can get into their state. And now they're now the white boys in D.C. And I mean this derogatory because, you know, it's it's the white folks that are accusing white folks of being racist. It, it, typical of Marxists, typical of communists. I, this is still ideology. I know I'm talking in racial language. Get over it. Get past it. That's not the point. The point here is ideology. Because I want to turn Texas blue, not purple. I need more of them there, people of color into the state. So I'm going to go to the Supreme Court and say, hey, let me take down the border guards so that Texas will let all these people in. And lo and behold, what happens? So how is that ideological? Well, first of all, it shows the racism of the people doing this. Not the people trying to protect the border. They're not the racists. The ones who think that they can control the stupid people of color are the racists. Governor Newsom ostensibly Joe Biden or whoever else is running D.C. that the the Supreme Court justices that ruled in favor of this ruling. That's what's going on. Again, Woodrow freaking Wilson. He's a big racist, folks, or was. Next story here. This one comes from American Military News. Video, military-aged Chinese males entering the U.S. through Mexico report. Okay, we already know about that. But also, let me bump this out of the way. Bye-bye. This is from the Washington Times. China likely exploiting border chaos to sneak military operatives into the U.S. This is from a House chairman. So our government is saying, hey, yeah, yeah, these open borders, um, more than likely you got operatives coming in. We know the jihadis have said that they're coming in this way. Well, then how about this story from the Gateway Pundit? Watch. Iranian illegal immigrant and former Islamist warns Ben Bergquam of Islamic terrorism coming across the southern border and says Islamists will come here, get the guns, get the C4 detonation, and kill people. So we have a former Iranian 
terrorist warming, warning us. He's an illegal. He's warning us that Islam's coming here, right? Well, Gateway Pundit, illegal alien threatens independent journalists after he was asked where he was from. You find out who I am very soon. That's what the illegal alien said. And they let him into the country. Um, boys and girls, can anybody do the math on this? Our own government is saying that we've got Chinese military operatives and Islamic terrorists coming in through the southern border. But the same government is fighting to keep the borders open, even the Republicans, as you'll see soon. So the government says, oh, we're going to get attacked. Keep them borders open. Hey, somebody's going to fly into these buildings. There's a bunch of uh, M Muslims are trying to learn how to fly Learjet, I mean, jumbo jets, and they don't want to know how to take off or land. I think they're going to hit the building. Let them keep practicing. Don't do anything else. Do you think somebody in the government is hoping for a crisis, another attack? How far of a leap do I have to take to get to that conclusion? Do you think they're hoping for something better than January 6th? I think so. I think they might even give these people some help. And that way they can tell themselves the little elitists can say, hey, I didn't do anything with that. I didn't cause that attack. That's on them. Yeah, you did. You failed to protect the country that you were sworn to protect. How is that not treason? How is that not treason? Oh, well, what the heck? Who cares, right? Breaking Supreme Court sides with Biden regime allows Border Patrol agents to remove razor wire at border. Roberts and Amy Coney Barrett voted with the liberal justices. But that's okay. Trump's going to give us judges that'll end Roe v. Wade. They're still progressive judges are going to continue the velocity vector of the progressive agenda by ending Roe v. Wade and handing it back to the states so individual states can kill the babies. What? Yeah, in other words, Roe v. Wade wasn't ended except in those states that want to end it. And yet everybody gave Trump credit for that. He doesn't deserve it. He didn't get it done. He gave us two more. Well, Roberts, he didn't, but he gave us Amy Comey Barrett or whatever. It's, nothing's changed in the Supreme Court is the point. Lawlessness. Lawlessness. We've already covered this. This ruling here, this is an unconstitutional ruling. Lawlessness. This is from Just the News, Bearer and Rose. Senate Republicans working with Dems to keep our borders open. Why? Don't worry. The Republican Party is going to save us, folks. Nikki Haley is going to, I mean, she's just being funded by the one of the largest Democratic donors and anti-Trumpers there is out there. And he's going to help us. He's going to give us Nikki and Nikki's going to take care of this. Yeah, just, just keep voting for those Republicans. They're going to solve the problem. Donor class darling Nikki Haley gets backing of pro-mass immigration Wall Street billionaires. Yep, yep, you just, you just keep voting for the Republicans. They'll save us. You're fornicating for chastity. You're banging your head against the wall expecting something different to happen. Jeez, people. Joe Biden signs Pelosi budget bill after 107 House Republicans join with Democrats in passing reckless continuing resolution to avert government shutdown, sidestepping GOP border security demands. Lawlessness. All of this is lawlessness. How's this lawless? First of all, the Supreme Court, I mean, the, the Constitution says that they're supposed to make a budget every year. When was the last time we had a budget? Was that under Bush uh, W? We haven't had a budget in decades. They just pass a continuing resolution. That's lawlessness. 
You've got Republicans getting elected on swearing to help with all of this stuff. We're going to shut down the border. They get up there. Oh, well, we can't because if we shut down the border, the government will shut down. Shut it down then. They still fund the necessary things. Nothing ever ends. They're not going to take money out of their own mouths. All they're going to shut down is the parts like your social security and going to make grandma hurt so they can say the other guy did it. And none of us are going to do this. Facebook doesn't like this topic. Yeah, I'd imagine. Lawlessness, 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 lawlessness. Mike McKenna, shocker. Rhino Republicans are backing a carbon tax. Didn't we just hear that that's a WEC UN idea? Or WEF, World Economic Forum, rather? And the, and the that's not rhinos, folks. That's the Republican Party. So Republicans are going to back the, the carbon tax. Uh, Got to reduce carbon. Mr. Keeley, I see you out there lurking. Lurk, lurk, lurk. What exactly is the carbon they want to reduce? I know you know this. He'll tell you. We are the carbon they want to reduce. World Economic Forum, once again. If I kill off eight and a half billion... Yeah, us. There you go, Mr. Keeley. Thank you. If I kill off eight and a half billion human beings, it's not a problem because I saved humanity. That's elitist thinking. How much you want to bet, it's always the, the 300 families. And all their you know, extended family, those will be the ones that get saved. Is this lawlessness? And now evil on display out in the open. Gateway pundit. The satanic roots of the left's all-out war on Christian America. Read the article. It's true. David Horowitz has already written a book about it. The American left wants to destroy Christian America. Jews, too. Charlie, why would I be thinking that this is a spiritual war if one side wants to, dis- to, to, to eliminate the other and it's all based on biblical divides? Um, and how it, long has that battle been going on? Uh, millennia. Uh, you see a velocity vector there? Yeah. Hmm. And Interesting. And man-made. No? Well, how about this one? Facebook and Instagram's encrypted tech allows sexual deviants to target kids. Why haven't have, have you you do realize that you and I can't talk on Facebook, but pedophiles are allowed to groom and hunt on Facebook. Y'all know that, right? Why? Why hasn't this been shut down? Well, it's a private corporation. It's uh, we can't control them. They're not private. They're a corporation under the United States federal government laws. That's a public act. If public property, how, how come public property is not? How come we can't use that? Well, it's for everybody. Right. That's what a corporation is. It's for everybody. Uh, it's only private so that you can get away with doing things that you're not supposed to be doing. But anyhow, more lawlessness. What about this one? They don't even hide it anymore. Democratic staffer kisses a satanic sta- statue at Michigan Capitol and calls it sexy. Yeah, a Democratic staffer kisses a satanic statue in Michigan, at the Michigan Capitol, and calls it sexy. That's evil, folks. That's lawlessness. Now, I've got an even better one for you. Cancer cases expected to hit record high in 2024. What changed? Can anybody answer that for me? What changed? Why is cancer on a rise? Hmm. You see, you see any lawlessness connected with the cause of the rise in cancer? 
also myocarditis, heart disease in the youthful athletes of the world. COVID. No, it wasn't COVID, Mr. Toller. It was something else. You see, you remember I Am Legend? There we go, Mr. Quest. Whoops. The jab. Right. There we go. Mr. Holt had it. The jab. Mr. Quest had it. The jab. Remember I Am Legend? It wasn't the virus. It was the cure that caused the zombies. So, where am I going to go the rest of this show? Well, right back here. Lawlessness will abound. Show's about lawlessness, right? Lawlessness, lawlessness, lawlessness. Isaiah 5, 23, 23. If you're a steady member of this class, you know I quote this a lot. Let's read it. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put black in place of white and white in place of black. What? That's not what it says, Joe. Uh-huh. I covered the symbolism in your physical world. Woe unto them that call male female and female male. Call evil good and good evil. That put darkness for light and light for darkness. In other words, call lawlessness lawful and lawful lawless that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him how long O oh lord how long amen amen ray so I'm going to take you to another Bible verse. This is Matthew 24, verses 12 through 13. Sort of, kind of. Look at the board, boys and girls. If you can see the boards, look. People nowadays. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And what we have here is a picture of a man or a woman drowning with one hand left out of the water. That's all that's left. And there are five men standing on the shore that could have grabbed him. And what are they doing? They're all filming it with their cell phones. Folks, there have been news stories of people who have been killed or injured because the people who could have helped them were busy filming it so that they could make a hit on YouTube or TikTok. This is, the passage is actually much worse. Matthew 24, verses 9, 12, and 14. But all this is only the first of the birth pains with more to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because you are my followers. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it, and then the end will come. Hmm. Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. Lawlessness is sin. What? Oh, yes, boys and girls. God's going to save this country. Will he? This country was formed under a pact, a covenant with God, Yahweh, the God of the Bible. Our leadership dedicated this nation when President Washington was inaugurated to Yahweh, the God of the Bible. Formed a covenant. Yahweh will hold you to that. Whether you recognize it or not, I don't care. Yahweh does. 
we live in a nation that is embracing lawlessness, which is sin. Scripture defines the two. Sin is lawlessness. Lawlessness is sin. You live in an unrepentant nation that was formed on a covenant with Yahweh. Read your Bible. What happens every time Israel or the nation or the people of Israel, the Hebrews, Yahweh restores them? They rebel? What happens to them? What does Yahweh do to them? Wipes them out. Starts all over with his faithful remnant. What happened when everybody was rebellious except one righteous man, Noah? Wiped them all out. We're going to be at a time like the days of Noah when the Messiah returns. There'll be a faithful remnant left. But for the most part, everybody will be lawless, sinful. Look around the world. We're having trouble all over the internet with this show today. Everybody's freezing up here and there, folks. We're over. Let's target. The enemy is not happy with us. The pattern. Charlie, serious, man. How, how many more times do we have to have this before... You've been here now for a while yeah. helping me. <clears throat> Is this not a pattern for us now? Oh, yeah. It, it, we, we've come to expect it. Yes, expect it. You, you want a sign that the spirit world is real? All of your classmates having trouble on the different feeds. Whichever one you're on is screwing up for you. Yep. But Facebook other people on the same feed are telling us that they don't have a problem. Yep. That's the enemy individually, one-on-one, -on -one, coming after you. Don't tell me there's nothing to this. It's right in front of you. Thank you, Charlie. So where are, where, where are we going to go from here? Lawlessness? Whoop, right there. Beast from the sea. A beast, a kingdom. And in this case, a kingdom that constitutes every kingdom that will ever possess or control the Holy Lands, other than the kingdom of Israel. And who's the spirit behind it? The great dragon called the devil and Satan, Revelation 12, 9. So if you can't see the lawlessness in the world today, hmm, this is spiritual warfare, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for battle? Do you even see it? Most people don't. Most people don't want to. If you're going to wake up and see it, then you got to be willing to face it right in its little eyeballs. And what did the guy say in the Matrix? Give me the blue pill. I know it's not real, but it's comfortable. Wants to go back. And how desperately did he want to go back? He sold out his friends, knowing that they would be murdered so that he could have an imaginary stake. You know what the problem with the Matrix is? It's backwards. More people will want to be blue-pilled than red-pilled because it's comfortable. And it is human nature, the animal side, to seek peace and comfort and avoid pain. It is the human side that is born again from above that will fight through the pain that will deal with it and endure it because they see the goal on the other end. Animals don't do that. Only a human being that is born again, born of the spirit does that. 
And that doesn't mean that you can be born again and you're going to make it into the kingdom. I know you're taught different, but that's not what the scriptures teach. You can be born again and not make it. Scripture tells you you can turn around and walk off. Once the truth has been shown to you, you can reject it. it. says so. I know. It's not what my pastor taught me. Yeah, well, your civics teacher didn't teach you the Constitution correctly either, and your history teacher didn't teach you history correctly either. But you believe them too? Hmm? Well, if you're smart enough to reject those bad teachings, why aren't you smart enough to at least test your preacher? work yeah i know see avoidance of effort can't even put a comment in a in a board that says no not me not my name we don't want to speak up it's not hard it's not hard at all takes effort no it doesn't it doesn't you know what it takes bend your knee to the ground drive it there and say your will not mine then follow his prompting. But that's the hard part right there. Ah. Yes. That's the hard part. Okay. I'm talked out. I'm not going to get on my soapbox because I'll say words that'll get me bleeped. <laughs> I've been under tight control today because I wanted to actually deliver the class. <clears throat> Lawlessness. Yeah, it looked like a manic Monday. Do you see what I see? It's lawless. Violation of natural law. Violation of revealed law. It's even violation of man's law. Violations everywhere. Chaos is the result. If you think man can control everything, okay, fine. Man can control everything. I'll accept the premise. We, we did this yesterday. The guy from the World Economic Forum. There's nothing man can control. Got it. Then how is this chaos in the world coming about? There's two possibilities that I see. Either man was arrogant and in his hubris, he thought he could do something he couldn't, in which case that defeats that statement and tells us anybody who thinks that way is a threat existential threat to humanity or the chaos you see is intentional planned in which case the people who are doing it are an existential threat to humanity can well, anybody else is and ah there we go both you have anything you want to add charlie before we wrap it up for the day I've had enough, I think. <laughs> I don't mean to depress you. I want you to see clearly. I want you to see the problem. It's easier to learn how to deal with it. Who are we going to save? We can't save the country. You can save yourself, your spouse, your children. You don't actually save, save. You, you know what I'm talking about. You can talk to them. You can encourage them. You can educate them, edify them, lift them up, show them where to go to find their own work, do their own work and learn for themselves. You can do the work to try and show other people the way out of the burning building. But you're not saving it in the physical world. It is, we're too late. It's too late. 
You're not going to save this. There's no example in history that I'm aware of that you save this. Say, well, the Civil War, Joe. No, the country that came out of the Civil War was not the same one that went into it. It's not the same constitution either. It's not the same people. It was lost. Let it go. You can't face the future looking backwards. The past guides your feet. It is a lamp that guides your feet, but it is not your destination. Destination lies in the, in the future, forward, you know, as the progressive would say. We don't know what the future brings. We can affect it only in our own little worlds. So do that. Be a light in a world that is growing darker and darker. Choose to stand. You can do it. We love each and every one of you. We thank you for being here and joining us every day. We thank those of you who have been donating to help us keep it going. You have been a godsend this month. Thank you. The reason I don't put their names up here, folks, I believe in the Bible. I want them to get their blessing for that. I'm not going to let it know, be known before men. I'm not even going to give fake names. If they want recognition, they'll let me know, and then we'll put it up there. But otherwise, I want them to get their blessing. I'll keep that private. Don't let the left hand know what your right hand's doing. But we know here, and we thank you very much. If you like what we're doing, we still need at least a few more of you to sign up for that $5 a month donation. Go to the donate page. We jokingly call it the donut page, but sign up for a recurring. We had a new one yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. That classmate's watching right now. Thank you. That $5 means a lot to me because if, if it's every month, it's something we can budget and we know the bills will get paid. We don't mind doing the work. Service to you and to Yahweh, El Elyon, God most high. If you think this show will help somebody you know, Share the link directly. Send it to them in a message or text or something. Prepare them. Ask them to watch the show more than once. Prepare them for me. I know that I'm difficult to get to get used to. I got it. We say this all the time. Prepare your friend for me. In whichever way you decide to do. Tomorrow, Charlie's going to give us the first hour. I'll give you the second. There will be a homework assignment up later tonight. Your show notes. It'll help you with what we're doing tomorrow, but we're dealing with the, the Hebrew calendar, the feasts, and the Messiah in the biblical feasts. You know, the Moedim, the appointed times that we've thrown away in favor of Christmas and Easter. Wait till you see what you've thrown away and why they're important. So you're going to get both of us teaching tomorrow. And uh, Thursday, well... It just came to me today. We've we've got a conspiracy theory to talk about Thursday. We'll see. Friday, more logic and reason to founding fathers. I think we need a good, healthy dose of them. So I'll drag out some more of my my records of the founding fathers, and I'll stand them up and make them talk again for you. And until then, till tomorrow, till whenever we meet again, y'all stay safe. And Yahweh bless. Thank you for being here. We'll see you tomorrow.